Hi everyone, and welcome back to Seattle Learning Academy's American English Pronunciation Podcast. My name is Mandy, and this is our 199th episode. Most of you know that intonation, or the up and down, or rise and fall of pitch, can signal that a speaker has just asked a question. But question intonation patterns are not as straightforward as you might think. First, there are all those different kinds of questions, such as yes-no questions, WH questions, choice questions, declarative questions, tag questions, and more. Today I'm going to talk about choice questions. This is a lesson from our Rhythm and Intonation book, which covers the intonation patterns of all the question types I just listed. Choice questions are questions that include a list of options. It can be as few as two options, such as, could I get you a cup of coffee or tea? Or many options. Could I get you some juice, water, coffee, tea, or maybe some hot chocolate? For now, let's keep it simple and look at how we use intonation in choice questions when there are only two options listed. This was the, could I get you a cup of coffee or tea question. I'm going to repeat the question using two different intonation patterns. See if you can hear the difference between them. Listen specifically to the words coffee and tea. Could I get you a cup of coffee or tea? Could I get you a cup of coffee or tea? In the first example, I raised my pitch on the word coffee and dropped it on tea. I'll say it again. Could I get you a cup of coffee or tea? In the second example, I didn't change the pitch on the word coffee, and then I used a rising pitch on the word tea. Here it is to listen to again. Could I get you a cup of coffee or tea? Why would I do that? More specifically, what am I telling you, my listener, when I do that? The difference is that in the first example, I'm offering only the choices of coffee or tea. I note that by raising my pitch on the first option, coffee, and letting it fall after the final option, tea. That's called a closed choice question. Your choices are only A, coffee, or B, tea. In the second example, in the second example, could I get you a cup of coffee or tea? I'm offering a drink, and coffee and tea are examples of what you could have. They're examples, but not the entire set of options. That's an open choice question because I'm not limiting your choices to coffee or tea. I tell you that by not changing my pitch on the first option, the coffee, and then by rising it after the final option, the tea. Again, it was, could I get you a cup of coffee or tea? Now let's look at longer example sentences. I'll say it two ways as well. Could I get you some juice, water, coffee, tea, or maybe some hot chocolate? Could I get you some juice, water, coffee, tea, or maybe some hot chocolate? Which of those was the open choice question? Or to think of it another way, which was giving examples of things to drink, but not limiting the choices to only just the examples? I'll say them both again. 
Could I get you some juice, water, coffee, tea, or maybe some hot chocolate? Could I get you some juice, water, coffee, tea, or maybe some hot chocolate? I hope you said that the second example was the open choice question. That rising pitch at the end helps give it away. The first example, the example where my pitch fell on hot chocolate, was more like a server at a restaurant telling you what's available. The second option is more like you're at someone's house and they're giving suggestions, and your host might have something else to offer as well, but they might not be able to think of what it is. If you suggest it, though, maybe they do have it. Maybe what you really want is a glass of wine. Like I said at the beginning, this topic is included in our Rhythm and Intonation book, which you can order on pronunciation.com as a physical book, which we'll ship to you, or as a PDF ebook, which you can download immediately. Both options come with MP3 audio. For the physical book, we'll send you an MP3 CD, and for the ebook, the audio downloads right alongside the book. Our best and most popular option is to purchase the bundle of the rhythm and intonation and pronunciation pages ebooks together. Then you get all the content on rhythm, plus all the sounds lessons and exercises, as well as the sound drills. The sound drills are those long lists of words for you to listen to and repeat for specific sound practice. So if you're having lots of trouble with the short I sound, voice TH, and unvoiced TH sounds, you'd get all that practice included. That's all for today, everyone. This has been a Seattle Learning Academy digital publication. Seattle Learning Academy is where the world comes to learn. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.